And now, another cup of... The London Fog. We are back. Welcome, welcome. Welcome and happy Halloween. (laughs) It's true. We're having our Halloween episode. Getting into it. Um, There's so many spooky things about England and... Ireland and Scotland and Wales and the whole UK and their territories that I think are so spooky. So we're going to talk about those things today yes. and other things. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, as we did last year, we are also going to do some British ghost stories this year. It's um, true. Yay. I don't remember which ones we did last year, so hopefully they're well, not the same. <laughs> last year, I think I talked about... Uh, about Halloween and how it came to an existence, how it's kind of a more of a Scottish thing. And then I think, didn't we talk about some Deathly Hollows and a little yeah, bit of Harry Potter? Yeah, we definitely did some Harry Potter talk. So I feel like, and then were there ghost stories? Yes, that we, oh. we had two Halloween episodes. We did Halloween and Harry Potter, and then we did just some ghost stories. Oh, see, I've already forgotten. A year yeah. has already gone by. I can't believe that. Yeah, I feel like now that we've been podcasting for a year, it's okay if we forget things. Right. That's a long time. A lot has happened in the last year. So. It's yeah. true. It's been a crazy whirlwind of a year. I mean, I guess we had our one year back in July, but now that we're getting into like holiday season and there's so many things that go on in every culture, but especially in the UK, it just, it's starting to go like, wait, did we talk about this last time or is this all new? Because it seems always new to me. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, and especially if it's like stuff we already know about and then we're researching it to talk about, then it's like, wait, I've heard this so many times, you know. Truth. All very true. So do we have any anything to discuss before we get started? Well, I think there was that documentary that came out. Oh, yes. Um, Which you've watched and I haven't seen it yet because I thought it was just on TV. But Leah, please fill us in because I guess you can find it on YouTube. Well, here's what happened is it was, so we're talking about the Harry and Meghan African Journey uh, Mm -hmm. documentary. So what happened was it aired in the UK. I think it was on Sunday. So when it aired in the UK, some people illegally put it on YouTube. I was lucky enough to watch it um, (laughs) before it got taken down. No, it's down already. Shoot. Yeah. Um, and then it aired um, in the United States on Wednesday. So I'm not sure right. what's going to happen to it. I mean, part of me thinks that, like, maybe it'll go on YouTube on, like, the Royal Family channel or something. Like, maybe they just were not putting it up because it was airing later in the U.S. Um, right. But if you are in the U.S., if you have – it aired on ABC. So if you have um, – a cable login or mm-hmm. um, know someone who does, <laughs> you can log into ABC online and watch it. Just steal their login and watch what's really important. I mean, yeah, I approve of it in this instance for sure. <laughs> okay. So tell me like, what was your opinion of it? I haven't seen it yet. So no spoilers, but like, well done. What is like the main topic? Cause I was kind of confused. It seems like they're African journey, but then it starts getting very personal about their lives and 
post baby and all of that. So what kind of story should we and me be looking forward to? Um, I mean, it is, it is just about like their African journey. I guess what happened was, you know, the journalist asked her about like how she was doing postpartum mm-hmm. and, and she was like, you know, thanks for asking. Not many people have asked if I'm okay. And it just became like, like, I feel like that clip just became like so viral that everyone yeah. was like, everyone's like, Megan is, you know, doing so poorly. And like, you know, so, I mean, I don't feel like that was like the focus of it. Right. Well, I'm sure uh, you get that as like a new mom. So many people just become obsessed with the brand new toy, the baby, you know, that they kind of forget like, oh my gosh, you carried this child for nine months. How are you? And you went through labor, you know? Yeah. So like, I mean, they, um, so they talk a little bit about like, you know, just themselves because I guess the interviewer, the guy who interviewed them, he is actually kind of friends with them. Like he was invited to the Royal wedding, like as a guest, not as a, you know, not as a journalist. So, um, so I mean, he does like interview them and ask how they're doing and stuff. And then, but pretty much it's like, it's, it's just talking about, their, their 10 day tour of Africa. Um, so like, it's a little bit personal, like, cause you know, when Harry went to, um, Angola, he like walked where princess Diana walked. So they can't, you know, he talks a little bit personally about like how he misses his mom, um, you know, and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, I feel like it's quite personal for like, a royal documentary not like the things they released where it's like it's the queen's birthday and we're just going to talk about how much we love her and it's like yeah. you know so I mean I definitely think it's worth watching um and I'm sure I feel like they're like trying to you know bring awareness to like Africa and like the causes that they were there for and so yeah. that's probably why they added a little more personal stuff because they knew that would make everyone watch it yeah probably <laughs> like people are so obsessed with them so well I know it did it for me because I cannot wait to watch I yeah. also can't secretly well, I don't know why this just popped in my head I think it might be because it's that time of the month but I cannot wait to watch Hocus Pocus sorry that had nothing, that nothing to do with anything to do with this. Hocus Pocus <laughs> is American it's in Salem Massachusetts don't even talk I to me about this American stuff I can't help it. It just, it popped in my head. We're moving on. We're moving past okay. it. Um, also interesting thing that happened since we last recorded is Kate and William went to Pakistan. I think we mentioned that they were yeah. on our last episode. And I just have to say, like, Will has stepped up his game in the clothing yes. department. Yes, like, he has. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is nice. Um, we need to like, post actually, some of those pics. Yeah, for sure. They looked so good. There was a couple of like, I think like there were plenty of memes going around of like Kate almost looking like she's giggling at what he's wearing. But the fact is, is like they went to, they went there, they embraced that culture. They went all the way. She didn't like a sari. He in, I'm not really sure what a men's garb in Pakistani is, but but like that full long tunic and like a, a, I don't know, like a peacock color. So good. Oh yeah. It was, it was definitely a good time. I feel like everybody needs to look up those pictures and we will post some. Um, Oh, what else was I going to say about this tour? 
Oh, I was just going to say something funny is that at one point recently, I don't remember what appearance it was, Will wore a suit without a belt and like some some of the some of the like blogs that I follow and stuff were like freaking out about it and like is this fashion or did he forget his belt you know it's like ridiculous but the reason I bring it up is because my husband had an interview recently and he packed his suit and forgot his belt and so he was like oh no can I do this and I was like well you know what Prince William did it so yes yes definitely (laughs) I think you totally get away from it like get away with it I mean um yeah no that's all I love it the references if the royals can do it really if they start something we can all do it Also, I was seeing Uh, side-by-sides of Diana and kind of like the season style of kind of having what I'm going to call almost like that very square bodice looking kind of top where it's very straight down, straight across. And there was like her in the 90s in this beautiful blue dress and like four pictures of Diana. And then it's like what you see at the mall right now. And it's everybody in these like little square looking tops and... It was just paying homage to the fact that we've seen this before and it was best done by Diana Spencer. So find that again and post that. Right. (laughs) We'll find that. We'll just have a whole bunch of fashion down. Brexit's still a mess. That popped up again on my phone today. I can't even. And like, I still don't get it. Like somebody was asking. Oh, no. Oh, no. Somebody was asking me about it and they were like, oh, well, you know, you know, like British stuff. Explain this oh to me. God. I was like, um, I don't know. I like tried to fake that I knew what was happening just because I was, you know, so proud that somebody thought. I right. And then you almost feel like, okay, I'm going to try. And within like a couple of minutes, it just goes downhill. But I just, I don't know. I don't know what they're waiting for. It seems like this was supposed to happen on this date and then this date. And then it's like, it has to happen within three days. And now it's supposed to be, we're blocking another deal on Halloween on the 31st. And I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but yeah, we'll see. Maybe we should try to figure it out. Yeah. Do Brexit. We we had that episode when we tried to discuss it when we didn't make sense. So right. Brexit times two. Um, and we'll all, yeah, it'll just be like half the episode. Yeah. You guys are left. With and maybe I'll finally end. get the chance to see the Downton Abbey movie. I have not seen it. Uh, at this point, nobody cares what you think. Shut about up. <laughs> I know. No, I don't even yet. Yeah, no, it's true. I, but I feel like this is almost fitting seeing that it almost took me like, how long was, was it over before I even started it? Uh, you know, that's true. So we'll do like a comeback to it in like five minutes. There it is. Finally watch the movie. I know. I'm just working like a maniac. Bad excuses. What you gonna do? Bad excuse. I'm recording this podcast with a baby strapped. I worked 12 hours today. I'm just saying. Things happened. (laughs) British things have been on the forefront of my mind because how can they not? Especially, I follow too many beautiful things on Instagram of just beautiful shop windows and beautiful pastries and the Royals and everything like year round. Why is it that the UK always can step up their game? They have beautiful flowers. They have beautiful leaves. Everything looks like a freaking fairy tale. I just want to be there. 
I know. I'm getting my daughter her passport, and her first trip with it is going to be <gasps> Yay! What's in London in February? Just a fun visit or something happening? No, just I a like it. visit. <gasps> Mara's first place is going to be England. Oh, that's so cute. I know. She's going to hate me because it'll be like she will Yeah, probably. She's, she's like, going, Mom, why? And you're like, I just – you did all the cool things before you – could even remember. Yeah. yeah. Before Easy to travel with and before any other little siblings <laughs> just in case came along. Who knows? Or if, if she's an only child, we know yeah. yet. <laughs> if she's an only Every child, year. we'll go to one. <laughs> um, anyway. Yes. So let's get going. You yes. Go Happy Halloween. After like it's 12 good. We, we needed to catch up. You guys have missed us, but yes. Happy Halloween, guys. Spooky, spooky. We're going to get into some scary stories. Did that sound scary? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't well, know. I think mine are, well, I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, they're kind of creepy. Yeah, I guess creepy. I guess I'm just like not good at making things sound scary. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So um, I think that the first thing we were going to talk about is the neck. I was, I know. <laughs> you go ahead. No, isn't that what? Oh, Glamis. No, That's that a, okay. So Glamis. Leah and I found out. I made my notes. I posted it in our email, and then for us to set up the way that we do the podcast, she has to open the email and open up a link that I sent to her. So she saw my notes, and she's all like, "Uh, red alert! We're doing the exact same thing." But the thing is, is we're not really. We're we're talking about the Glamis Castle, which is probably one of the most haunted places in the world, but definitely top five. Yeah. Every place I looked at, every list has Glamis Castle in Scotland listed for the UK. I know. I, I know. There's so many stories from it. And but. so no worries. Uh, we're going to talk about the castle and all the different hauntings that are within just this one castle. It is spooky. But first... Yes. A little non-spooky history is that it is the home of Macbeth from, you know, William Shakespeare's play. Um, and one thing I didn't know until I looked it up is it was the childhood home of... Oh, I did not know that. ...mother. Yeah, so she lived in, like, the most haunted castle in Scotland Ooh, where she grew up, which is rough. Fun, I think. It is definitely a torturous spot. Filled with many, many lingering souls. So, yeah, I I thought it was so interesting, the fact that there are upwards of 25 apparitions of different apparitions that have been seen on the grounds to date just since 1900. Yeah, that's so many. And so there's a billion stories. So... Can I start with one? Okay. Okay. I think I'm sure you read about Janet Douglas, Lady Glamis. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the thing about, let's, let's start back just a hair. Glamis castle, beautiful castle does look like somebody got shot there or died. 
Um, if you count the windows from the outside, you get one number. And of course, every site says like a different number. But something that was concurrent through them all is if you go inside and count the windows, you will have four less. So there is the whole thing about the Glamis Castle is there's supposedly like a secret room in the castle, something that is like shut off, something that it seems a billion different things has happened behind this in the spot, the secret spot within the castle. I right as soon as that just got said, it made like my skin kind of cringe. Like you're, you can count all these windows from the outside, but when you go inside, multiple of them are missing. And, and the thing is, is there's so many secret passages throughout this thing that nobody really knows where the hidden rooms are in it. Creepy. So I'm going to start with talking about uh, Lady Janet Douglas. She was. Uh, Right during the age of King James V, who hated her greatly. And why was this? Because her brother had tried to make sure that King James would never become, well, King James V. Uh, so he, King James V, decided that he couldn't really attack her brother. He was under some political distance, so he decided to attack. Lady Janet Douglas, the sister, go after the family. He had a bone to pick with her, and it was a he was super vindictive. Um, the brother's name was Archibald, which I thought is a great name. <laughs> uh, so James sits down to take down the Douglases. He starts by accusing Oh Mara. <laughs> Uh, he begins by saying that Janet Douglas must be a witch. And of course, as they did, uh, (laughs) and he starts going around and saying to all of his court, yes, you know, Lady Douglas, she is a witch. And everybody's all like, "Mm, I don't think so. She's actually pretty great and pretty nice. And we really like her. Uh, and he's all like wrong answer. So he goes over to Glamis Castle and takes her and her 16-year-old son, and he throws the two of them into the dungeons of Edinburgh Castle. Uh, he then, James then goes to her court into, to, uh, sorry, to Glamis Castle, and he finds everybody that he can, all of her servants, all of her friends. And what does he start to do? He starts to say, well, she's a witch. You've seen what she does in those secret rooms. And they go, we don't know what you're talking about. So he slowly starts taking them one by one and torturing them. He places them on the rack, which if anybody doesn't know what the rack is, I think we've all heard of it, but it was like a flat bed that had kind of like those rollers So you'd put somebody to tie their hands and then their feet, and then you would turn the rollers and it would stretch them until slowly they were being stretched apart. So either breaking bones and, or at some point the body would just tear it too. So, and had the next person, right. (laughs) And then have the next person watch this while he asked, 
Lady Janet Douglas. She's a witch, right? This escalated and finally enough people were all like, yeah, 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 she's a witch because they did not want to go to the wreck. That finally King uh, James goes and gets her son, John, and he then is forced to watch his friends and family be tortured on the rack. And so finally, after watching friends and family be stretched apart, he finally confesses and says, yes, um, me and my mother, we are um, a witch and a wizard. And King James is ecstatic. He finally gets what he wants because now it's a confession instead of just hearsay. So at this point, even though Lady Janet Douglas has never said that she is a witch, it's enough that her son has said that he is a witch. So on July 17th of 1537, Lady Janet was brought to the pyre right in front of Glamis Castle, where she was burned alive at the stake. People said that she walked up having manlike courage, but there was no doubt of her in- innocence and all knew that the execution was because King James hated her brother and because of the retaliation that his brother had towards him. Um, so can you just imagine like, like how we mentioned that the queen mother, loved right? <laughs> like what room did that happen in? Right? <laughs> what are they? Oh, <laughs> so creepy. And so now it is said, happy, happy story, a happy twist to our spooky story. John made it out alive before he ever reached, he was too young to burn at the stake. So they were going to wait a couple of years to before burning him. Uh, King James V died. And then after that parliament was all like, yeah, we knew you were innocent. And so it was your mom. You're released to go. So John actually escaped. So where was he? He was just like in. I think he was still in the Edinburgh dungeons. Yeah. For like a billion years. Uh, But now it is said that Lady Janet Douglas, she appears in the chapel of the castle. People are overcome with a feeling of immense sadness and desolation. She keeps to the chapel and sometimes is seen walking the grounds. So, yeah, spooky. So I liked, I mean, I don't want to say I liked that one, but it was definitely good. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. But I'm glad that her son made it out of life. Okay, just a second. Now we know that this is not a good way to podcast. (laughs) Okay. Okay. She's going to eat while I talk. We hope. Okay, it's working. Um, so I have a less creepy ghost. Story. Okay. Um, same place. Same place. Glamis okay. Castle. We're back. Glamis. <laughs> yes, we're back in Glamis. So this is. So I guess I'm not sure when this when this happened because um, there's no year, but it was back in the day. Fair. <laughs> and there was a mischievous page boy. So I guess what happened was he was like, he was a pretty naughty 
boy and so like he would always get into trouble and like the people in the castle would always be mad at him and so his punishment was always there was a stone seat outside of this room that is it was like this sitting room now I'm not sure what it was back then um and so whenever he got in trouble they would like go just make him sit on that uncomfortable stone seat and like that's where he would have like he would be punished by sitting there right so one night it was freezing cold and everyone went to bed and they forgot to like tell him he could oh no so for once he actually was listening and staying at his seat um and so he sat there all night and he froze to death so they say that he still haunts that seat and that and now like you could when you visit glamis castle you can you know tour some of the rooms when they're not there um the queen mother's sitting room is the one that he's in front of and people say that visitors will often trip as they enter that room because the ghost he's sticking his foot out as they pass by because he's still mischievous like he was oh that's so crazy it's so creepy i here's a good question do you believe in ghosts I, I think I do. I think I don't want to believe in like horrible, nasty, creepy ghosts because that scares me. But like mischievous ghosts that trip people. I, I like those ghosts <laughs> that they're just having a good time kicking it, not really ready to to leave this world, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I definitely have some more creepy ones. Did you read the ones about the Earl Birdie? Oh, yeah. He... Uh, was they he had multiple um aliases but and also because we're not really sure which v count was considered earl birdie i guess a couple of them went by the nickname we're not sure of the exact time and age but he was allegedly a very cruel and wicked man and it, it said probably stemming from his rebellion against james ii who knows? Uh, it's said that his spirit wanders the castle, and there has been reports of the of children waking up with him leaning over their beds. Ooh. One guest was staying in the blue room when she was awakened by a hand being brushed against her cheek. She awoke to see a ghostly face of a man with a beard hovering over over her. Terrified, she closed her eyes, and when she opened them again, the ghostly face had disappeared. Whoa. It's also said that the same Earl Birdie, uh, once again, back with kids, just love to be around the children, that you can always tell when he's close because all of a sudden there's just a, like a really cold air will come into the room. Um a woman said that she was standing in a room and l- turned around. She was getting ready for bed and she saw the figure of a man in a suit of chainmail armor silhouetted from like by a candle. And he was walking towards his daughter's room or uh, her daughter's room. And as she like goes to stop him, he slowly just vanishes like through the door, I guess, because seconds later 
she hears her child screaming. And when she can finally get the door open, the child is alone. And the little girl says, giant man came. He leaned over and touched my face. No joke. Okay, last one about Earl Birdie because he was, oh, creepy, creepy. So this one had at least a time period. It said the 17th century, but I wasn't really sure because I feel like James II was a little bit before the 17th century, but whatever. Um, it said that this was while we still had slavery in um, England. So... For entertainment one night, uh, Earl Birdie took he and his friends and took one of his slaves out, stripped him naked, and said, start running, and then released his hunting dogs on the poor slave. The slave was repeatedly impaled by lances as the Earl started playing around and torturing this man, and the dogs finally got to him and ripped him apart. While it said ladies at the castle looked on in laughter. The murdered ghost has been seen multiple times and is now known as Jack the Runner because he will come across the grounds and screams in agony as he runs by. Okay, well, I have some. Okay, you go lighthearted. <laughs> I couldn't, like, some of the mine are so dark. <laughs> I know, seriously. So another one, I'm going to, one last Glamis Castle, and then I'm going to move on from there. But one, another one is the Grey Lady. And the thing that I like about the Grey Lady is that she's just a Grey Lady. Um, They don't know who she is. People have seen, a lot of people have seen her. It's just a shadowy figure of a woman who's dressed in in gray and she just kind of like glides around and people run into her, right? But the funny thing about her is that when I was looking up different castles, it seems like a lot of castles just have a gray lady who like wanders around. So then I'm like, is it the same gray lady? Is she just like hanging out around popping up? She likes to travel. Um, because also I'm pretty sure in, in Harry Potter, there's a gray lady. Oh yeah. Good point. Right. So, So there's just a gray lady everywhere, which leads me into my speaking of traveling ghosts is Anne Boleyn. Yes. Um, so she is often seen at uh, Blickling. Blickling Hall is um, a very haunted house that she was supposedly born oh. at. Um, at least her parents for sure yeah. lived there. Um, it's believed she was born there. Um, and then so her ghost is there and she, it says that she appears every like every year on the date of her death, the 19th of May. She will appears there carrying her severed head in a coach driven by a headless coachman and drawn by four headless ho- no. horses. Um, also seen there, which this I don't remember about Anne Boleyn. Maybe I should know this. Also seen there is um, her father and his son who was beheaded after being accused of incest with oh. Anne. Um so he also is headless. So there's a lot of headlessness Ooh. happening there. 
But speaking of traveling is that she also is often seen at the Tower of London floating around because, uh, you know, I believe that's where she was killed um, or where her mm-hmm. grave is at least. And so um, guards have seen her and like a guard once thought he saw an intruder and charged her with his bayonet and it passed through her body. And that's how he knew. It was oh my gosh. Her. No way. Oh yeah. Um, I, I know it's kind of funny if you if you're looking up ghosts, all all of Henry VIII's wives are haunting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, they're just yeah, it's which is kind of funny. Like apparently um, Catherine Howard and Jane Seymour both haunt Hampton Court Palace. Um, I don't know if they they get along, but <laughs> <laughs> there is so <laughs> much history with England and so many unjust murders you better believe that and martyrs for that matter that people are still like I'm not done here you know I'm gonna be around for the long haul and they're just mm, still there well and also like there's so many beheadings that there's like a ridiculous amount of headless ghosts don't like it creepy yeah uh, let's see. Do I have anything left from Glamis? I feel like I already told a really, a lot of dark ones, so I'm not going to. Yeah, yours were too dark, so that's why. I, I can't help it. Head. There are so many. Okay, I'm going to do one more dark one, and then I have something not as dark. So there's the ghost of, the, this is still Glamis, guys. Go to freaking Glamis, because it is so creepy actually or don't because i now after reading all these i don't think i'd be able to go there's the ghost of the tongueless woman people don't know who she is because there is no history of anybody there losing a tongue but it says that she's been seen multiple times uh that yeah Blood still splattered on her face from where her tongue has been cut out. She runs the ground, runs around the grounds moaning. And the last time that she was seen was in front of guests of 200 people. And she was there looking for supposedly, and I guess this is back to you, the boy that sits on the stone seat. Watch out for that stone seat, guys. So maybe it's like a mother or something. I don't know. But to get off Glamis, just FYI, there's been plenty of paranormal activity found, like banging noises, sheets being ripped off beds, and doors that open mysteriously, even though they were locked and bolted. So Glamis, guys, who knows why? Well, we gave you some reasons why it's probably haunted, but Jiminy, just so many different accounts and who knows some of it's probably folklore but i'm guessing there is at least one or two things that are probably true to develop all these extra stories um and while you're listening to this episode and you heard a screaming baby i hope instead <laughs> you pretend it was part of the ambiance and it was a screaming oh, i just wanted to be a part of the <laughs> podcast tonight Oh, this is oh yeah, that's right. Oh, Mara, you made you made the cut. Oh, uh, yeah. Next time we'll consider. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Those were my ghost well, stories for the um, most part of Glamis. Yeah, that's what I've got. <laughs> I think that we need 
another call to our fans to please um, follow us on Instagram at the London Fog Podcast. True and email, email us at londonfogpodcast at gmail.com so that we have some ideas. Yeah. And also, um, every time you guys have emailed, you've yeah. had really good ideas. I know we haven't done them all yet, but we like, you know, we like. It's true. And if you have anything to add to this episode, I want to know what you guys know. Send us some spooky stories and, and or things that we just need to look up and being like, okay, great. You know about Glamis, but have you heard of blah, blah, blah place? I will look it up. I want to know because now I've gone down the rabbit hole yes. because it's spooky month. Of course, come November 1st, I will crawl back into my scaredy cat hole where I won't emerge for another 11 months. But right now you get me where I will actually listen and look up the creepy things. And if it's really good. Yeah. yeah send us your stuff and we're going to post more stuff. We got exciting things in the works and it's just the best time of year. Let's be honest. Everybody loves fall. Then come is I've been drinking right? so Me much too. <laughs> There's such a good tea at Trader Joe's. If you live by one, it's their harvest blend. It tastes like a even better chai latte. Just so flavorful, so spicy. It's an herbal, but it is totally worth it. So, so good. And it's so cheap. I want to say it's like maybe three bucks a box. Um, I had a lavender <gasps> chai the other day. And that was Delicious. Amazing. Guys, we love you. Tea loves you. Yes. Send us, send send us some, some ghost stories and some tea recommendations. Oh my gosh. Wait, pause okay. before we go. Remember last year when we had lemon pound cake? Oh yeah, that I was delicious. We should get our hands on some more of that. Yeah, a moment of silence. <laughs> and the moment okay. is over. <laughs> anyway, guys, have a happy Halloween if we don't uh, record another episode before then, but we will be back to you soon with more of London Fog. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.